quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, welcome back to Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm here again and I'm talking about different types of kids. I see, well, and for this for this podcast, we'll just say two types of kids because this is kind of the angle I'm taking. There are children who are, they're true to themselves and they would rather sacrifice the relationship they share with their caretaker than betray themselves. These kids will, they'll fight, they'll refuse, they'll defy control at all costs. This is my Esme, right? She is not going to sacrifice the relationship she shares with herself, right? She values herself, her integrity, her own self sense of self, her persona. She's going to protect that by fighting and refusing and defying and and she will fight against what she believes is wrong and she will fight you to the bitter end and she will stand steadfast in her thought process and she'll stand up for herself and she will do it in, you know, not always the kindest ways and she'll fight and, and she will stay there. But she has integrity for herself. And in her mind, that is what's important. And those are hard kids to parent because, you know, they're, they're, they fight, they come back at you, they, they push and... And that's not always easy. But these are kids I don't I don't worry as much about in the big bigger world because I know they're gonna stand up for themselves. They likely won't be taken advantage of now. There's always exceptions, but I do believe for the most part they'll find their way and they'll find their voice and they will know who they are and they will know what they want and they will understand and really be able to articulate their desires and they are not going to sacrifice themselves. For somebody else. Now, maybe there's some detriments to that. Of course, there is. You know, every personality has their their drawbacks, and maybe they'll, you know, think too deeply of themselves and won't think of others as much. But I think when we you temper that temperament with empathy and understanding and love and care, then you can get the other side of that child too. Like, 
Esme is a very empathic person. Um, and at the same time, she's not going to put up with your crap. And that's okay. And she's not always going to say it in the kindest way. And she's figuring it out. You know, she's really figuring out how to how to do that. She's not she's not always there yet. <laughs> but we're we working with her. She's she's workable. So that is, I believe, this one temperament. And the other temperament I see, and maybe I'm just doing this because these are my this is these are the two temperaments that I kind of have in my house. I'm generalizing, but I think it's just an interesting, you know, discussion. There are children who want to remain true to their caretakers, right? Or to the people around them. And they will end up sacrificing themselves in order to preserve that relationship. So they will comply and freeze and fawn and succumb to control. And I see that more with Pia. Now, Pia has totally come out of that, you know, not completely, but pretty much come out of that. But that is who she's naturally born to be, right? She's born to please other people and to make sure that there's peace and make sure that things are copacetic because that's how she feels better is when those things are happening. And so she will sacrifice herself more than she'll sacrifice the relationships around her. Now I have to say too, she's very sensitive and she's constantly in tune with her environment. Who's saying what and what's going on and who has what feelings. And like she'll, if I'm having a conversation with Esme and it's at all any emotion, she'll be like, what's happening? What's going on? What are you guys talking about? She wants to know because she's worried about other people. She's worried about me how I'm interacting with Esme. She's worried about how Esme's interacting um, with whomever she's talking to. She's worried about other people, right? And, and what's going on. And she's equally as sensitive as Esme. But I, I, I worry about these children too, because I worry that they don't have a deep understanding of themselves. Now, you can temper that, right? By allowing pushback, by not having punishments, by allowing kids to have their feelings. And so when you are in a connected family, hopefully this temperament comes more to the middle, right? We want both temperaments to come more to the middle. When we use control and punishments and that kind of thing, we push these two temperaments deeply out to the sides. So like, for instance, Esme, if if we use punishments and control parenting and conventional parenting with her, she is going to fight you to the bitter end on everything. There is no way she's going to put up with a punishment or a reward or any of those things because that is not happening on her watch and she will manipulate you right back. But when you use connection, you tend to pull her more towards the middle, right? That she's not as feisty and that she's not going to fight you as much and that she is going to be more malleable. Now, Pia, if she watches you, if Pia watches you be unkind or use harshness with her sister, she doesn't want to have that harshness come toward her. So then she becomes overly compliant, right? That's what happened in the beginning of our parenting journey. She became very compliant, right? Very small, very quiet. And because she just saw me being this way with Esme and that was enough. There were punishments just going on in the house. The punishments weren't toward her. I wasn't directing any of the punitivity toward her, but the punishments were just in existence. And so them just in the ethos was enough to push Pia into her very compliant side, into her freeze and her fawn. And she would succumb to the control. She wouldn't even try to do anything because she was so scared because she was worried about the relationship she shared with me. So those children, I really do worry more about because I wonder like, will they find out who they are and and what they want? And will they really understand themselves? And will they, you know, find their desires? Or will they grow up? And I hear this from parents sometimes that they are like, they grow up and they don't know what they want and they don't understand what makes them happy. And they don't, you know, have a lot of opinions about things. And so 
that's a that's a tough place to be too. And now and then, then again, it's, it's tough to fight with everybody all the time because you're constantly trying to defend your ego. You're constantly trying to defend your you know psyche because you've never been validated. So I think with the strong-willed kid, we really validate the feelings and we come with connection and that helps them feel seen and heard and understood so they don't have to fight so much. And then with the other child, the child who presents more of a fawn, we really use the connection to pull them out of themselves so that they feel like they can make mistakes, they can push back, they can, you know, say the wrong thing and and that we're not going to be upset about it, that we're not going to, you know, be unkind, that we're we love them unconditionally. And when we love everyone unconditionally, these these quieter kids, they see it, right? So they're they're gleaning their their learning from what they're watching us do with the other children or the other people in our life. And they're gathering all their information that way. And so that really informs how they are going to, to react to the world. And, and many people will tell me, you know, parents will tell me, well, I don't, this child, no, we, we don't have any problems with this child because they, they do what they say, they're told and they do what we say and we never have to punish them and we don't have to reprimand them and we don't have to do whatever. Well, they might be operating in that way because they're too scared. They're too worried to push back. They're too worried to have a voice. They're too worried to say no or to be sassy or to, you know, do the wrong thing. And what does that do to a person when they can't do the wrong thing and when they can't be sassy and when they can't push back and when they can't do these things, what does that do to your development? It kind of stunts it, right? So that you're, you're not developing that other side of you, that other side that says, no, I, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not standing for that. I'm really not standing for that. I'm, 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 I'm not okay with it. So can they not stand up for themselves because they're worried about the relationships they share? ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So what if there was a world where children could operate in their own autonomy? What if they could focus on themselves instead? What if they felt connected and secure enough to be themselves without having to resort to these default behaviors? 
what if we helped these children come out of who they they're come out of the you know the depths of their temperament and what if we help these children come to live with their temperaments in check more because they are have they have connection because they have this place to really be themselves and i think that can only really exist in connected homes in homes where we are loving them unconditionally and we are not giving them you know punishments and threats and bribes and all the things and we are really allowing them to flourish and to learn and i think what happens too is that in the homes that are connected kids are allowed to make mistakes and those mistakes are they're no big deal it's okay you made a mistake now granted listen I lost it the other day. This is not, we are not perfect. I lost it the other day. I, um, I'm just going to tell on myself. I like to tell on myself because it's like, I, I, it's, it's real life, right? Okay. This isn't perfect. I take Pia to school. Pia, um, it was her second day of school. Pia uh, goes to school after Esme. Esme uh, drives. But her friend was picking her up because they had, there was one of the girls' birthday and they were all driving to school together. And so cute. And they all live in the same neighborhood and they all go to school together. And so they were driving to school together so as we left and she went to school, all was good. Bye, mom. Bye, P. Love you. Bye, bye. She leaves. And then I said, oh, okay, P. Because P. doesn't start till nine, which is kind of lovely, actually. Except for then I can't start working till 930, but that's okay. So we go into the garage. I open the garage door and Esme's car is in the driveway. Well, you can't get around it. We have one car driveway. We have a one car garage. Like there, there's no getting in and out except for there. So I call Es and I go, Es, where are your keys? And she's like, I have my keys. And I'm like, ah, you're parked behind me. She's like, I'm parked behind you. And I was like, she's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Oh my gosh. I was like, I got to take Pia to school. And she's like, mom, just put her in an Uber. And I was like, I'm not putting your, you know, 14 year old sister on her second day of high school in an Uber. We got, you got to get this car out of here. You got to come back. And she's like, we're already almost at school. And I was like, what? I was like, what am I supposed to do? And I had, had, I was having a big day that day and I had a lot going on and I, you know, I was pissed and I was mad and I said, so not my finest moment. Now, granted, thank God. My ex was around and he was able to take Pia and whatever. And, um, you know, I had to go back and say, I'm so sorry. That wasn't the right thing to do. But, you know, I think those kinds of reactions are what really drive kids to stick deeper into their temperaments. And that I try not to have those reactions. And granted, I mess up, but really not being angry and disappointed. Because what good does it do to be angry with Esme because she left her car? She didn't mean to, by the way. And it's, it worked itself out and it was going to work itself out. I got ignited because Pia's like, I'm not going to get to school and blah, blah, blah. And I started taking on her feelings and all the things you're not supposed to do, I was doing. I guess my point is, is that we want to have fewer of those reactions. We really want to keep our reactions, you know, gentle and calm. And granted, we're going to mess up. And when we do, we apologize. And she was mad at me when she got home from school. And I was like, I'm so sorry you know, it was totally my fault. I overreacted. And she was like, I'm not forgiving you. And I was like, fair enough. Well, let me know. And I'm, I'm here when you're ready. And she, you know, she came around and, and it was okay. And then the next thing I did is I bought the wrong binder and it was black. And, you know, she doesn't like black binders. Who knew? But I think that was a residual of her being angry with me about the car situation. So all I'm saying is that if you can temper your reactions and come with calmness and not be disappointed and love them unconditionally, then you can pull them out of their temperaments and more toward the middle of where they're, they don't go to their extremes because those two temperaments can get to these extreme places that are not good for, their, for our kids. And then they might end up being adults who have these extreme temperaments. We really want to temper them using the ideas of connection. If you want to dive deeper, 
there's so many places to learn the ideas of connection. So we have my Connected Parent Mastermind. I do one-on-one coaching. There's always good programs coming on. I have masterclasses and all kinds of stuff happening. There's all other you know podcasts. There's lots of podcasts. If you want to look into anything deeper and uh, you'd like to look into one-on-one coaching, just email us at peaceandparenting at gmail.com and we're happy to point you in the right direction. We want you to get connected and we want you to feel better in your parenting. We want your kids to feel better. So thanks for joining me on the Peace Parenting Podcast and I'll see you all soon. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.